This podcast is proudly brought to you by Team Guru. Helping leaders grow, teams perform and organisations communicate. Welcome to episode 11 of the Forza City podcast where Simon Smale and I will talk you through all the weekend's action from Brisbane City. But before we get to that, Simon, there is something else going on in the football world right now. How's Euro 16 going? Um, fantastic. Italy picked up a 2-0 win over Spain, reigning champions, um, avenging the 4-0 defeat in the final from last time. So, yeah, fantastic result for Italy. Great. And uh, anything else going on over in Euro? Can't, can't, can't think of any can't other results. For, anything. Uh, and what were you doing at 5 o'clock this morning? I, I was watching a game of football, yes. Well, yeah, how did that go? <laughs> um, yeah, disappointing for England. I think we'll leave it at that. <laughs> Mate, uh, you're, a, you're a country that prides itself on its passion for football. Are you ever going to win another trophy? <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I I actually thought we had a big chance this time. I thought we were going pretty well. We just made some. You think that make. every time we do? Yeah, we do have. We do fall into that trap. We have a good good qualification run, which we always do. We tend to go through qualification unbeaten, and we had a really good good qualification run again this year. I thought we were doing okay in the group stages. I think maybe the Slovakia result nil nil actually caused us a lot of problems when we rested some players it stopped the momentum that we gained from the late result against Wales and yeah well the rest is history I guess the rest is history and for those of you who don't know what we're talking about obviously we're talking about Iceland's 2-1 victory over England this morning and we have a a rather upbeat Simon Smale with us I'm surprised Simon <laughs> well done mate good resilience you're showing today you're just used to being an Englishman it's a aren't you? stiff upper lip yes absolutely <laughs> alright well in more pertinent news we have some exciting information for you later in the show but first news of a dry weekend finally in the PlayStation 4 National Premier League's Queensland action yeah we've had a couple of wet weekends haven't we Dave but a complete round of football this weekend and it was a pretty impressive round some interesting results although unfortunately not favorable for City yeah we'll get to that soon well actually let's get to that now let's talk about City's trip to the Sunshine Coast what happened up at Kiwana well, the boys succumbed to their second PlayStation 4 National Premier League Queensland defeat in a row at the Sunshine Coast on Sunday evening. It finished 2-1 to the Sunshine Coast up at Kiwana FC. Uh, Cosmina made two changes from the side that were beaten earlier in the week against Olympic. Sam Sibituara and Kai Barnes coming in for Mitchell Hoare and Matt Biggins. Um, Sam made a really big impression early. Um, City were so attacking in that early stages of the game that Sam, who was playing wide right, was virtually up front with Nick Buckley and Carter Glockner, as was Scott Coulson. So it was almost a four up front. It was an, a very impressive, energetic start from City. But unfortunately, um, they conceded two goals in the first half. Soichi Koshimisu, who was really impressive, he scored first after a pretty uncharacteristic fumble by Tim Allen gifted him the ball in the penalty area. And then just before the half-time break, Jeremy Stewart benefited from a Koshimisu pass to double the lead. So not an ideal start, but how did City respond in the second half? Absolutely fantastically. City absolutely dominated the second half of the game. I created chance after chance. Unfortunately, they just lacked that final bit of quality in the box. The final pass just never seemed to never seemed to come off for them. Um, Sunshine Coast defended well, but um, City did deserve something from the game, I thought. It, Sam Sibituara, um got his goal, first goal from open play 
in, in the game late on. Uh, it was just reward for his efforts. He was very, very impressive. His third goal of the season after the two penalties he scored in rounds two and three. But yeah, it finished 2-1 to City and they just couldn't quite get that equalising goal. So do you feel like City has lost all the momentum from those that seven-game unbeaten run that ended a couple of weeks ago? I think it's funny. It's a very competitive league at the moment. And I think there's a lot of teams who perhaps thought they were out of it, like Olympic, were mm. in a bad run of form and then have suddenly started coming good. Sunshine Coast, that's only their fifth win of the season, down in 10th position. But they're not out of it. It's a very, very tight competition at the moment. And I think... <sighs> momentum is a funny thing and it has you know City have stumbled there's no doubt about that but I think it's very important just to get back on the horse as soon as possible and and pick up another win the last time we lost two in a row remember was just before this seven game unbeaten run so Cosmina was able to turn it around last time and hopefully the boys will be able to do the same this time you're right momentum is a funny thing it's, it's very powerful in sport but as we know momentum is only in the head especially from game to game it's, it's a great sign for the competition, though, as we've said before, that almost any team in this competition can beat any other team on any given day. It is. A lot of the coaches make reference to this. You have to be on top of your game all the time. Like there's, There are no easy games, and it's too, all too easy to say, oh, well, this is a bottom half of the table team. You know, If you're going away from home, it was a pretty ordinary pitch up at Koala, to be honest. It was a bit smaller than perhaps we're used to as well. Well, that did benefit our long throw specialists. It wasn't a pitch that we're used to playing on. You have to adapt, and unfortunately, City perhaps didn't adapt. But having said that, probably deserved the game from the second half performance. It's really, yeah, it, it's it's great for the competition that Sunshine Coast can beat City, and as we've seen in other results, you can get other shocks in in the competition as well. It's just, I guess, a bit unfortunate for City when they're on the end of one. Yeah, it is. It's tough for City fans, but as we've said, great for the competition. And Cozzy spoke after the game to the local TV stations up at the Sunshine Coast. Let's hear what he told Win and Channel 7. Hey, mate, um, Bob, how did you see the game? Uh, look, we gave two goals away in the first half, and... Um... They're a hard team to play against and it was always going to be tough getting back in. But look, I've got to give our guys a lot of credit because we played, especially in the second half, we put them under a lot of pressure. But we just, um, a couple of times were on our heels and just wasn't going to fall. It was all about that first half. Um, yeah, it was. We gave, as I said, we gave two away in the first half and you can't do that um, at any level of football and expect to come out and win it. And um, It was another opportunity missed, to be perfectly honest, because we, we threw one away on Tuesday night. Uh, you know, now it's a... It's going to be a battle to make the finals. Yeah, well, um, the Sunny Coast team, they're not, not a team to take lightly, are they? No, they're not. No, they play, they're hard to play against, as I said. You know, they, they're physical, uh, they can play when they need to, but they go fairly direct and uh, they put you under pressure a lot. They made it hard for us, but, you know, having said that, I think we played some decent stuff. Second half was yours, um, just couldn't get those goals in there? No, we couldn't. We got into good areas. I mean, I think we had about five minutes to sustain pressure there. We just set piece after set piece. And, didn't quite get the delivery right or get the, the runs right. So that's how it works sometimes. Um, how's the second half shaping up for you guys now? The second half of the season, how's that shaping up for yourselves? Uh, look, we've, well, we've lost two in a row now, which we, you know, I'm a bit disappointed about. Uh, but look, I think we'll bounce back from this. We've got a good game at home next week against um, Ipswich, Western Pride. And if we can get some points out of that, we need to win our games at home. And uh, then we've got a couple of trips away and it's tough you know we've got to play strikers as well uh, we've got Redlands um, at home so we've got good sides at home we've just got to do what we we're good at doing which is what we did in the second half move the ball around 
and uh, and we can get results out of it. But we can't afford to give goals away early in the piece. Thank you. Cheers, guys. Thanks, John. Thank you very much. So is he right? Will it be tough for us to make the top four from here? Well, uh, like we've just been saying, uh, this is an incredibly tight and competitive league. You know, only four teams make the finals. It's not like the A-League where the top six make the A-League, make the finals out of the 10 teams. You know, you've got 12 teams, four teams make the final. It is tight at the top. It's getting tight in the middle now. It was a disappointing week having two defeats. But I think if City can record a win this weekend and get that momentum back, as we've spoken about momentum, it's certainly not beyond the realms of possibility. I think Silstissi is still in with a real chance. Yeah, well, I'm I'm guessing that that was a very disappointed John Cosmina that we heard from there, and, and maybe his outlook isn't that bleak. No, no, I think he was initially disappointed, but there were plenty, I, I would have thought as, a, as an observer, there was plenty to take from that game. City did dominate the second half, absolutely dominating. It was just that final bit of quality. But the ball just wasn't quite falling right in the penalty area. He did have a couple of good opportunities. Samson Tuara scoring his first goal from open plays. I think that's a very big deal. Um, he's got himself back into the starting lineup after coming off the bench two games in a row. Uh, that could be good. It's just about getting confidence back and getting goal-scoring confidence back. And of course, we've got that new combination up front with young Glockner coming into the squad recently. So we've got real hope for some cohesion in, in that uh, up the front for City pretty soon. Absolutely. You know, any new partnership takes time to gel. And when you're having to shuffle shuffle the pack a little bit um, due to injuries, due to suspensions, due to a lack of form, you know, that's going to take a bit of time. But I think once they click, it, it, it's going to be pretty special. Um, City, there's plenty of optimism for City going forward. And we also spoke to a very happy Sunshine Coast technical director, Melvin Wilkes, after the game. All righty. Um good win for you guys so how are you feeling yeah um, to be honest with you a real solid performance against a, a top you know, I think top five side so um, I thought our defending was absolutely superb I thought our counter-attack play was fantastic um, can't really single anybody out I thought the whole complete team performance was fantastic seemed to struggle in that second half getting the ball out of out of your own half yeah I think obviously in the in the second half you know the opposition are going to come back at us and uh, throw everything forward so um, that's where our defensive stocks stood firm and we um, we defended really well, but, you know, it's a, it's a fantastic win against a really good, strong opposition. Um, I suppose I just let the one goal through. Uh, what do you guys need to improve on moving forward into the next week? I just think if we can can, uh, can, can do what we've done uh, in the first half and replicate our defending throughout the game is the way we've done. Um, it is disappointing, and I know the, the staff will be disappointed with the goal that was conceded, but that apart you look at our attacking play in the first half and the way we defended you know that's something we can really start to build on and um, see what we can do this second half of the season what's the, what's the aim of the to try and put as many, many points on the board and see where it can take us you know we um, Brisbane City have been within the top four for the last eight weeks they've just dropped out the uh, top four in, in, in fifth so for us, it's, a, it's an opportunity now to, to see where, it, where it, we can actually finish up. You know, nobody was expecting anything from us at the beginning of the season. And then to go and beat teams like that, you know, we had a draw against Morton Bay. So we, we, we're taking points off the top team. So there's no reason why we can't, you know, finish in that top half of the table. That's cool. Thank you very much. An impressive win for a team ranked 10th prior to this game. They moved up to 9th with this result, while City dropped to 5th. I know there were plenty of goals in the other games. Yeah, loads of goals around the league this week. Five teams scored three, two scored four, and only two sides failed to score at all. 
I'll start with Redlands versus the Thunder at Cleveland. It was a seven-goal thriller. Redlands coming back from 3-1 down to record a 4-3 win. It wow. was probably the game of the round. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. A thriller down there down there on the Bayside. There was a little bit of a boil over on the Gold Coast. The Heat stumbled again. They went down 4-0 to the Surfsiders down on the Gold Coast. Again, emphasising how tight the competition's yeah. getting at the top. Olympic, our conquerors from Tuesday night, they lost 1-0 against the Raw Youth. The Strikers and Morton Bay shared a three-all draw, as did the Pride and the Fury. That gave the Fury their second three-all draw in a row, giving them their second point of the campaign. Yeah, we can't help feel sorry for the Fury. We've talked about them a number of times on the podcast. Not many teams would score six in two games and not record a win. (laughs) Exactly, but then not many teams would record two points having conceded six goals in two games, I guess. That's a very positive way to look at it, Simon. (laughs) All right, City take on Pride this week. They beat City 4-2 out of Ipswich last time they played. Will this be a banana skin? Yeah, look, it could be. Look, this is a competitive league. You've got to be on your game all the time, as we've already said. City was stung in Ipswich in round four. Uh, They didn't perform well. It was probably the first poor performance of the year. It's a good opportunity to rectify that this year in front of their home fans. So a big chance to get revenge on Ipswich and to try and wrestle back some of the momentum we had just a couple of weeks ago. Absolutely. It's a good opportunity. Well, it's a 6.30 kickoff for that senior game. But prior to that, we have a very special event taking place at Corporate Travel Management Stadium. Yeah, we do. City are welcoming the Princess Alexandra and Prince Charles Hospital Foundation against Transplant Australia Football Club. Um, this is a match, a charity match in order to raise funds and awareness for organ donation here in Australia and to continue the charitable donations towards the common good, which is research into the heart and lung transplants that's being carried out at the Prince Charles Hospital here in Brisbane. Well, that's an incredibly worthy cause. Plenty of people have been affected by this. So get down to the club to support this event. Simon, this is an event close to your heart as well. It is. A very good friend of mine in the UK had to have a liver transplant a couple of years ago um, after his failed, after it it being damaged from birth. Uh, He'd been ill for most of his life, but now he's since the transplant, he's been given another opportunity, another lease on life, if you like. Um, And he's since gone on to represent the UK in the World Transplant Games, broken many world records in swimming. Um, It's been a real change in his life made possible through organ donation. So I just think having that human aspect of it and seeing some of the players who are going to be playing, we've got players who've had kidney transplants. Um, Matty Hemstalk from Brisbane, he, he's on his second transplant now. Um, we've got a 16-year-old who's had a kidney transplant as well playing. Um, that's Adam Welsh. Look, there's a lot of players here, like an actual face to what organ donation is, and I think it's really important to get behind this. Yeah, it's a, it's a fantastic story and a, and a really great game, a great initiative. So get down to the club and support that. Just before we go, Dave, congratulations to Tim Allen. He was named as one of the top 25 players playing their trade outside of the Hyundai A-League last week. Have a look on the website for more details on that. But it was just reward for a really fantastic start to the season by Tim, who returned to City this year. Oh, well done, Tim. That's fantastic recognition for what has been a really good season. Okay, that's all we have time for today. Don't forget, if you want your side's results featured on the podcast, just let us know. Comment on Facebook or send us a tweet at Brisbane City FC to let us know your story. My name's David Frizzell. Thanks for joining me and Simon Smale on this, the Forza City podcast. Bye for now. Bye.